if you have your Bibles, let's go to Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Stand as we read God's word. The next stand will be on you. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3. Let's go straight into God's word this morning. Amen. Amen. Starting something this morning, a new series this morning. It may last for two weeks or three weeks or maybe the whole uh, of the Sunday. Sundays in um, August. But God gives us grace to do that in Jesus' name. Glory to God. Are you excited? Wednesdays are transformational. I'm telling you the truth. You need to show up on Wednesdays. It's, it's different. God is up to something. Truly at the Logic Church. God is up to something. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 1. Hebrews is an interesting book. Um, globally, it's... it's, it's um, Historically, it's, it's said to know, to be um, said that the author is unknown. Um, a lot of theologians have said it's Apostle Paul. But a lot of us who stood in that WhatsApp group that it was Apostle Paul, over the last some years have moved to say it's not Apostle Paul. I have personally seen things in the book of Hebrews that I, Paul don't speak like that, if you know what I mean. Um, but that's not a debate this morning whether it's Paul or not Paul. The book of Hebrews is a blessing to us, um, and we'll be blessed by it this morning. Hebrews chapter 1 from verse 1 to 3, here begins the reading of the word. God, who, can we sing, can we read together? 1, 2, 3, go at the concert. I may drop off, but you just keep reading. 1, 2, 3, go. God. Verse 3. Glory to God. John chapter 14, verse 6 to 10. John chapter 14, verse 6 to 10. John 14, verse 6 to 10. I want you to see this scripture. Um, Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Is this clear enough? Let's read the next verse. If ye had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him because you have seen me. Is, is, keep, keep verse, verse 7. Is this, is this clear enough? Is it clear enough? Let's read verse 8. Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the father. He just said, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. Philip changed. Says, eh. Even though, show us the father. And that's the spirit of religion because Jesus is not enough for you. You want Jesus and a mighty version? No, 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 Jesus. Oh. Next verse, verse 9. Jesus said unto him, Ha! Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me. And how says thou then, that means if you see Jesus, there's no other thing to expect. Oh. <laughs> huh. If you see, there's nothing else to ex expect. 
Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, I know my father. I know my father. <laughs> Uh, say it one more time. Say, I know my father. This series is going to help you because religion and even some parts of the Bible have grossly misrepresented God in a way that at the end of the series, by the time you sit with somebody, the person is trying to describe God as a tyrant, you can say, Hold up a minute. I, I know my father. I, I know, I know daddy. This person you are describing is, is not my father. So nudge your neighbor to your left and to your right and say, I, I know my father. Say it one more time. Say, I know my father. Father, thank you for your word this morning. We ask that you send the kind of unction that makes teaching and preaching simple. Throw your weight in this building. Open up our eyes to see Jesus. Let your name be glorified. Let your people be edified. Let the devils be terrified. In Jesus' matchless name and everybody said amen. amen. On your way to your seat, nod your neighbor and tell them for me, I know my father. I know my father. He's a good, good father. Woman, and say, I know my father. He's a good, good father. I say this all the time and I want you to get it. Theology is designed to bring you to Christology. Christology is designed to bring you to soteriology. So the purpose of theology, which is the study of God, is to show you the role of Christ. And the purpose for the role of Christ is to bring to you salvation to mankind. So theology gives birth to Christology. Christology gives birth to what? Soteriology. So the purpose of theology, which is the study of God, is Christology, the role of Christ. Once you see the role of Christ, then you now know clearly salvation is delivered to you. I say this all the, every time on Sunday morning. The Bible is a book. The word of God is a person. Jesus is the person of the word of God. So the Bible has a bias. Jesus is the bias of the scripture. So every time you read the Bible and you don't see Jesus, you have not read properly. Because Jesus is the content of the scriptures. Are you listening to me? Jesus is the very word of God. So if you read the Bible, I don't care what and where you decide to read from, you should be able to see Jesus. Because Jesus is the content of the scriptures. So if you don't see Jesus, you have not read properly. Until Jesus is revealed, the believer is not unveiled. No revelation of Jesus, no unveiling of the believer. It is when you see Jesus that it becomes clear to you. That's why I say this all the time. You can't scare the, the devil with a big Bible. The devil is not afraid of the Bible. The devil is afraid of the word of God. One is a person, the other is a book. What I'm saying is that the pot is not the soup, but the soup is in the pot. You can lick the pot without having the nutrient that is the soup. But every time you open the Bible, to really get to understand what the Bible is saying, you must see Jesus, the role of Christ. So for your Bible to be powerful to you, you must see Jesus, which is the word of God. Because the devil, you can have a big Bible under your pillow and you still be oppressed by the devil. Straight up. But you know the word of God in your heart. You have the word of God wrapped up in your mind. You know the person of the word of God. Guess what? The devil can come near you because the devil is scared of the word of God, not the Bible. That's why your Bible can fall to the ground. The word of God will not fall to the ground. So I say this all the time. Do not just go to a Bible-believing church. Go to a Christ-revealing church. Because people can preach from the Bible and preach rubbish to you. 
a lot of misconception. What is a lot? Most misconceptions from the, from, uh, about God came from the Bible. What do you think they preach it with? They preach it with the Bible, but they preach in CGCs, not exegesis. What I'm saying is that the Bible has a voice. Let the Bible speak. So you can't read the Bible and get your reasoning to reason out the Bible. The Bible speaks for itself. You know, one of the ways to do Bible study is find out what, what is the Bible saying? Not what do I feel that the Bible is saying? You know how you gather together and say, uh, let's read this Bible, let's read this text. How do you see it? This person will say, you know, the way, the, way, the way I see the text, and there's the way from my perspective, you'll say, hmm, very deep. No, very shallow. <laughs> That's in CGCs. So we don't have perspectives of the text. Oh. No, we don't have. So if both of us read the same scripture and come out with different interpretation, two of us are not well, or one person is not well. Because there is one interpretation of the scripture. Jesus is the accurate, precise, absolute interpretation of the scriptures. So when you say no, hey, there's a way you, you know it's just different. There are different. There's a way you can see it. You know, and that that the, that the O can see it like this. Then that the A can you know read it and just from his own his own personal revelation. You know, from where he can just get. No, no, no. You can't get something else. One plus one is two. It's two. It can never be in Egypt 1.5 or in Cameroon 2.1. So the word of God is the same and the answer to the scripture is Jesus is the answer to the scripture. So Jesus is the content of the scriptures. You can't read the Bible, you don't see Jesus. You didn't read properly because Jesus is the revelation of the scriptures. John says you search the scriptures because in them you think you find eternal life. John chapter 5 verse 39 to 40. John 5 39 to 40. Give it to me. He says you search the scriptures because in them you think you find eternal life but they are they which testify of me. Search the scriptures for in them. He says and you will not come to me that you may have life. Keep, choose which verse you want to give to me. Keep verse 39. Search the scripture for in them you think ye have eternal life and they are they which testify of me. Give me verse 40. He now says and you will not come to me that you might have life. You see that? So you can search the Bible and you do not understand Jesus. You just read history, philosophy, because Jesus is the accurate interpretation of the scriptures. The next verse now says, and you will not come to me that you may have that. Give me in, in, in the message translation. Message, it says you have your heads in your Bible constantly because you think you find eternal life there. Eternal life is not in the Bible. It's in a person. His name is Jesus. So until you begin to read your Bible and see the person called the word of God, you're not reading properly. Are you listening to me? You're not reading properly. So the whole Bible, even when you read the Old Testament, you see types and shadow is all talking about Jesus. I shared with you on Wednesday on how that Joseph is a shadow and type of Jesus. You see what I mean? So when you read the Bible, so are you saying, Pastor Farish, we shouldn't read the Old Testament. We shouldn't do this. No, no, I'm saying read with the spectacles of Jesus. Read knowing that Jesus is the best way to see the scripture because Jesus is the accurate, absolute interpretation of the scriptures. So when you see Joseph in scripture, Joseph is a virgin born from a virgin womb for the mother cried give me a child lest I die look at Jesus Jesus came out from Mary's womb a virgin 
Um, and that's how Christ was born. Look at Joseph. Joseph was the beloved of his father. Look at Jesus. The Bible says on the day of his baptism, the heavens cracked open saying, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Look at Joseph. The Bible says his brothers hated him. Look at Jesus. He said, I came to my own and they received me. But as many as received me to them, he gave power to become sons of God. Look at Joseph. The father gave him a coat of many colors. Look at Jesus. They cast lot on his garment. So Joseph and Jesus types and shadows. Look at Joseph. They stripped him of his clothes, threw him in the pit. Look at Jesus. Stripped him of his clothes, put him in the grave. Look at Joseph. From Joseph's house, he went to Potiphar. From Potiphar's house, he went to prison. Look at Jesus. From the grave, went to Hades and then unlocked the keys of the kingdom of hell. And look at Joseph. He jumps out of Potiphar's house, goes into the grave, from grave, goes into the prison, from prison, shows up and becomes the prime minister of Egypt. Look at Jesus. He resurrected and he's seated at the right hand of the father. Joseph is the right man in Egypt. Jesus is the right hand of the father. Look at Joseph. Joseph marries an Egyptian bride. Look at Jesus. Jesus goes and marries the church. Look at Joseph. Joseph brings his brothers back to the palace. Ephesians says he has raised us up together and now we are seated in Christ in heavenly places. Watch this. That's not where I'm going to. I missed something on Wednesday. Joseph had to introduce himself to his brothers. Oh, oh, you missed it. Oh, you missed it. Oh, you missed it. Just, Joseph had to, I mean, I have cousins that I haven't seen for 15 years. When I see them, I can tell. Uh-uh. That's you. That's a suicide. That's Musagbovo. That's this. I know them because they don't really change that much. They look like us. But Joseph had to introduce himself as a picture of Christ, that the Jesus before the cross. Oh, oh Bilbo. Morning, church. Oh. That the Jesus before the cross uh, and the Jesus after the cross. So the Jesus after the cross has to be revealed. Oh, stay with me, church. The Jesus after the cross has to be revealed. But Joseph sees his brothers. He can tell who they are. They can talk about transformation. Talk about transformation. So Jesus is the content. But if you just read the book of just the book of the story of Joseph without seeing Jesus, you would miss the point. Like I shared with you on Wednesday, Joseph was not the star of the brothers. Judas was. For in Judah's loins, Jesus was in Judah's loins. So when they were going to kill Joseph, it was Judas who said, no, 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 let's not kill him. Let's put blood on his coat. That, that's Jesus. And Joseph speaks to his brothers that you sold me, but he sent me to preserve life, not lives. Life in him was life. And the life was the light of man. So it was Judas speaking in the loins. It was Jesus speaking in the loins of Judas. Say, don't kill this guy. If you kill this guy, famine is coming. I'm going to die. Jesus will not be born. And Joseph comes up and says, you sold me, but God sent me. Jesus speaking, he says, Moses wrote about me. Because Moses wrote this book of Genesis that we read. But Moses, ooh, <laughs> but Moses didn't even know what he was writing. You, you get what I'm saying? Because he was writing, because Jesus is the content 
of the scriptures. In Genesis, he's the breath and the light. In Exodus, he's the Passover lamb. In Leviticus, he's the great high priest. In Joshua, he's the captain of the host above. In Ruth, he's our kinsman redeemer. In Nehemiah, he's the builder of the broken worlds. In, in Psalms, he's the great shepherd. In Proverbs and Ecclesiastics, is the wisdom of the wise. In Songs of Solomon, is the boo that is a bay, a boo bay, the loving bridegroom. In Daniel, he's the fourth man in the fire. In Hosea, he's the faithful husband. In, in Habakkuk, he's the, and Malachi is the son of righteousness with healing, healing in his wings. In Matthew, is the king of kings. In Mark, is the servant savior. In Luke, is the emancipator. In John, he's the God who came out of God with a name called Jesus. In Romans, he's our righteousness. In Ephesians, he's the head of the church. In Colossians, he's our, complete, he's our completeness. In Hebrews, he's better things. Better things. Better things. Better things. Better things. Because Hebrew, Hebrew is the book of comparison. Hebrews chapter 1, Jesus and the angels. Hebrews chapter 2, Jesus and Moses. Hebrews chapter 3, Jesus and Aaron. Hebrews chapter 4, Jesus and the old priesthood. Hebrews chapter 5 to the end, Jesus, the better covenant. So he retires the angels. He retires Moses. He retires Aaron. He retires the old priesthood and creates the new covenant. The book of Hebrews starts with something very powerful. Hebrews introduces to us that God came to sort out, Jesus came to sort out the opinions of God. Because, because before this time, God had many opinions. So the book of Hebrews starts with something very powerful. God is <laughs> the only book in the Bible that starts with God. The one who's the lily of the valley, the bright and early morning star, bishop of our soul, God of all flesh, father of spirit, way maker, miracle worker, tongue, and promise keeper. God who stretched the earth out of the waters and covered the heavens with cloud. The one who sits above the circles of the earth and inhabitants are like grasshoppers declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times the things that are not yet done. Saying, my counsel will stand and I will do all my pleasure. This God who stirs the wars, the, 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 the oceans with his little fingers, shapes the mountains with his breath, with the blast of Nostrils divided the rest. It is God at sundry time has spoken to prophet, but now is speaking through his son. Hebrews, the whole book is in verse 1, 2, 3. That's the summary of the book of Hebrews. That this guy called prophets, they had different opinion of God. But Jesus came to say, you know what? Let me sort out these many opinions. Women will understand this. You know how you take pictures with your friends and you give them the best angle they take your picture and they forget your bag or cut your leg or it's blood the old testament has blood pictures of god because it is shadows not reality so you cannot know god through the old testament so hebrew says have in these last days spoken to us by his son which is powerful who he had appointed heir of all things. And as to whom the whole world was created. So Jesus now is the accurate, precise, and absolute revelation of God. So everybody had an opinion before now. When Jesus showed up, Jesus came to sort out that opinion of God. You know the song that says, oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they Think you are what I've had the tender whispers of love in 
the dead of how you tell me use your please and from from the top again I've heard I've heard from come That's how he speaks to you. I'm loved. I'm not trying to love you. Oh God. You you miss. I'm not trying to love you. You're a good father. You're a good It's who you are. It's who you are. It's who you are. And I'm loved. I'm loved by you. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 to 3 AMPC let me show you something so the Old Testament had blood pictures of God because they didn't really know God at best they had portions of truth so you know puzzles and they will now put the belly and the ear that's not the human being so the Bible says in many separate revelations each of which set forth a portion and in different ways, God spoke of old to our forefathers and in and by the prophets. Next verse. But in this last of these days, he has spoken to us in the person of a son whom he appointed a lawful one. Verse 3. Give me verse 3. It also says, also, he is the sole expression of the glory of God. The light being, the outrain of radiance of the divine. He is the perfect, the, the very image, not even the photocopy, the very image. So you, anything that Jesus does not do, God does not do it. It doesn't matter the prophet who did it in the Old Testament. If Jesus did not do it, Jesus came to sort out the opinions of God. That's it. The very image. Okay. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me the next translation I give to you. Give me TPT. Let's do TPT. If you can go to TPT verse 3. Give me verse 3. The sun is the dazzling radiance of God's splendor. No, you didn't see the next line. The what? Oh. Oh, we all did English so we can read, right? Is the exact expression of God's true nature. So many parts in scriptures do not give us the true nature of God. So Jesus came to say, you know what? I'm going to show you the true 
His mirror image. <laughs> that means if you see God in the mirror, what you see is Jesus. If God is in your WhatsApp group, his DP will be Jesus. If he's on IG, what he'll be posting will be Jesus. If he's on TikTok, what you will see will be Jesus. Because Jesus is the exactitude. He is the... He is the expression of the invisible. That's what Colossians call it. That he is the image of the invincible. That means that invisible God wanted you to have his picture. He said, Jesus. There's a reason I'm laying this foundation before we delve into deeper things because I'm going to deal with some things this month. And I don't want you to confuse you. So I want to lay the foundation. Jesus is the exactitude of God. Give me message, verse 3. Just go to verse 3 in the book of message. In the message translation, let's do this. Message. No, okay. It, it joins it together. Continue. Continue. Is it? No, this can be. Okay. By his son, God created the world in the beginning. And it will belong to the son at the end. The son perfectly. And is stamped with God's nature. So if you want to know how God behaves, look at Jesus. Don't look at Isaiah. Isaiah, go, you wake up. The Lord created good, evil, disaster, and destruction. The Lord created them all. It's not my father. Everything in the Hagios Graphe is truly stated, but not everything is a statement of truth. So the fact that you saw it in the Bible, if it does not reflect Jesus, who is the word of God, cancel it. I will lay this foundation. If that's all I'm doing today, and then we'll get into deeper things. Are you seeing the scripture? Okay, let's, 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 let's delve into this. Seriously, this is going to be, thank God for that ringtone. You can then put it on vibrate. First <laughs> Timothy 6, verse 16. Let me show you something. So the Old Testament had assumptions of God. The New Testament has a revelation of God. Oh, did you? Are you learning something? Okay. Who only hath immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen. Are you listening to me? No man hath seen, nor can seen. To whom be honor and power everlasting. That means nobody saw him. So Jesus came and said, you know what? This God that people are talking about, this is him. John 6, 46. John 6. Not that any man had seen the Father, save he which is of, of God, he had seen. I'm talking Bible. I'm giving scriptures because somebody will just wake up one K leg from Ezekiel and Habakkuk and throw at me. Say, but the Bible actually says, are you listening? Are you going to choose between what they said or what he said he is? Jesus did not come to defend God. Jesus is God speaking for himself. Jesus is God coming to introduce himself. Say, hey, they have grossly misrepresented me. I didn't send Elijah that message when he killed. That's what he was saying. 
I didn't send them to do those things. So I'm coming by myself to introduce myself. I have a voice. John 1, 18, TPT. I'm ready for you guys today. We'll read Bible. No one has ever gazed upon the fullness of God's splendor except the uniquely who is cherished by the Father and held close to his heart. Now he has unfolded to us the full explanation of who God truly is. Who should I believe? Jesus. Somebody tells you, this is my favorite. You say, no, it's not your favorite. I can tell you your favorite. It's a shoe. This my food. This is my appetite. No, it's a lie. It's a lie. We saw it on Insta blog. We saw it. Wait, I know you. I know you. We saw you. We saw it. This is your. F- he said, No, I am here now. I am telling you th- that this is my food. Say, No, it's a lie. He is the one. So, how do you get to revelation through Jesus? Uh, are, we, are we going somewhere? We, we, don't worry. You'll get it. <laughs> So give me Hebrews 1 verse 3 AMP Not AMPC AMP Fantastic 3 Let's go The sun is the radiance The (laughs) English 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 The only expression Of the glory Of our awesome God Not one of the expressions I'm going somewhere. The light being the brilliant light in the divine. And the... And perfect imprint of the Father. Not some worth. Essence, upholding and maintaining, propelling all things. The entire physical and spiritual universe by His by, the, by his powerful word. Cut, simple. Is the word exact. So if you want to know God, when I say K, K-N-O Jesus, K-N-O God, N-O Jesus, N-O God, fly away Jesus, fly, come back Jesus. The only way to know God is Jesus because Jesus is God. Elijah is not God. So it doesn't matter what Elijah says. Isaiah is not God. So it doesn't matter what Isaiah says. Jesus is God. So if we ever want to know God, look at Jesus. He came to introduce himself. It's really that simple. You need a pastor to confuse you. <laughs> Matthew eleven twenty-seven. I came with scriptures. Let's read together in concert. One, two, three, go. All things are delivered unto me of my father.
So it is Jesus that reveals the Father. It's the Father that reveals the Son. So you can't know any of them except they do the introduction by themselves. Are you seeing that? Philippians 2 verse 6, AMPC. I want to lay the foundation and we'll deal with some things. You have a good father. And your revelation of God is what determines the manifestation of God in your life. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Your revelation of God determines the manifestation of God. So if you see him as the one who wants to kill you, you'll be dodging Cain from the devil. Because the devil will now say, oh, that's what you expect from your father. Let me just help your father be handling you in the meantime. Although, who although being essentially one with God and in the form of God, possessing the fullness of the attributes which make God, God. So once you remove Jesus from the equation, there is no God. Is it clear? Is it clear? Are we going somewhere with this? John 5, 37. Let's travel. One, two, three. Let's read in concert. <laughs> Jesus is petty. <laughs> he told him that. You know, you didn't even hear his voice. This is what made them kill him. That this guy is talking as if, and you know, Jews have this entitlement. We are God, our father Abraham. Jesus said, I'm before Abraham. I am. Abraham rejoiced to see my day. What are you talking about? So he carpeted. That's what got them angry now. He didn't just say he's a prophet, he says he's the sure word of prophecy, and then he's God. That's what caused the problem. This man says he's God, blasphemy. So I can understand if I'm being attacked by saying, Isaiah, I can't show you God. Because I, I prayed about it. It's 3 a.m. I said, God, it's a very difficult thing to teach you. You know the religion? And God said to me, it's the same way they attack Jesus. They will attack you too. When Jesus said, I am God. So when you now come out and say, all those Old Testament people can't show you God. They will, ah, no, we can't. It's the spirit of religion. So as I'm talking, we are doing like, ah. You are follow come. Religion, carry you come, church. And I'm going to kick it out. That's it. Before Abraham, I am, not I will be. It's the I amness of God. Never coming, never living. I am. That means I don't use elevators, I don't use translators, I don't use stairs. I'm in your future, in your present, and in your past. Oh my God. I've spoken a word to you, not because I'm about to do it, it's because I've done it and I'm waiting for you in 2023 to come into it. Whilst I speak to you in 2022 that this is what is going to happen. So you're watching a live match, he's seeing a replayed match. Oh. Oh. I hope this delivers peace to your soul. So when you're watching a live match and you're here, God is here. So that's why when you cry in prayers, oh, he's touched by the feelings of your infirmity. But in your, oh, hey. Say, oh, go. Ah, oh, they cry again. Hey. Only if she know the testimonies ahead. God, move. God, do God say, I know if you do anything, I don't finish them. You move, move, moving to what I've done for you. Get ready for the biggest break of your life. Let me try my guys over here. I said get ready for the biggest break of your life. 
Get ready for the biggest break of your life. Shout yes, somebody. It's already, ooh, I love that sound. You love it. It's already done. It's already, ooh, it's already done. It's already done. It's already done. It's already done. That's why praise must be prophetic. Praise must, it's not something to trigger God. Praise must be, I know that he's, he has already done it. That's why I'm praising him in anticipation. The walls of Jericho did not come down flat because the people, you know, um, the people didn't shout because the word of walls of Jericho came down flat. It did come down flat because they gave God a shout. That means I don't have to see it to give him praise. I pray, whoosh, and I'm I praise him because it's already done. I want to give you 20 seconds, forget your neighbor. And I want you to give God praise. can't show you God. Only Jesus can show you God. Matthew 17. Let me show you something. Matthew 17 from verse 1. Oh, I feel, I feel rejoicing in my spirit. You didn't hear? I feel rejoicing in my spirit. I prophesy the days of me struggling to pay this and that will soon come to an end. The billion flow is about to kick in. God is about to put billions in the hands of people who are ready to give. Shout it out, somebody! Oh, hold on. And after six days, Jesus take Peter, James, and John. <laughs> three of you come. One, two, three. Three guys, come. Three of you, just come. After six days, Jesus take Peter, James and John, when I tell you that every theology in scripture, stay with me, shows you Christology, that brings you to soteriology, is everywhere in scriptures. I was talking to my pastors, Pastor Larry and Clarkson, that sometimes I look at my Bible, one verse, and I just keep staring like this. I say, Pastor, I, say, I just keep looking at it. Until something joins. And I shout. I say, I say hey. And Macau say they will take him for church on Sunday. He don't enter. He don't enter. I just keep staring. So six days he moves with Peter, James, and John. Peter means rock, which is a sign of the law. <laughs> James is another word for Jacob. They change. It's a planter. They move like this. John, grace. The law has been exchanged with grace. So even his three circles, his inner circle, he was preaching a message with them. Oh, God. Even, so he took them to, to the mountain. You, you'll see them. Peter, James, John. 
Verse 2. And was transfigured before them. His face did shine as the sun. It's more precious than Sharon's roses. Shines brighter than the sun in his strength. The sun is hidden in his shadows. My God. Oh my God. Oh, you, you, I could spend days just describing this Jesus to you. What? It's bread of life to the hungry, living waters to the thirsty, the hiding place for the abused. This Jesus, oh my God. More pr He's shining brighter than the sun in his strength. Verse 3. Behold, there appeared unto them these two big problems of scriptures. <laughs> Moses and Elijah talking with him. So Jesus wanted to finally cancel them. Verse 4. And then answered Peter, the law. Because the law wants everything. Doesn't want Jesus. Law. And said unto Jesus, Lord, it is good, he's suggesting, for us to be here. If thou will, let us make here three tabernacles. One for thee, one for Moses. And one for Elijah, verse 5. While he yet spoke. He heavens, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them. I said, stop it. Shut up. Behold, a voice out of the cloud said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear ye. Don't listen to Elijah. Don't listen to Moses. Listen to Jesus. At baptism is, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Stop. That's just divine introduction. This is divine endorsement. Next verse, verse 6. And when the disciples heard it, they fell on their face and were so afraid. That means the voice came saying, I need to warn this Peter. This boy, Peter. If, if I hear ping. They were afraid. I got to go. Next verse. And Jesus came and touched them. And said, arise. Be not afraid. His nature kicked in again. That, I know you just messed up. You wanted to really, but it's okay. Come. It gets us to do you. Shh. Verse 8. Verse 8. Show me. And when they lifted up their eyes, they saw no man save Jesus only. So by the time they lifted up their eyes, Isaiah took off. That was the end of Isaiah. Elijah and Moses' ministry ended here. Vengeance and the law. That vengeance ministry and love ended here. Church said, no, we'll drag and come. Come. Let's go. We'll go. No, we must carry everything. It's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Everything in the Bible. We'll... Law and prophet. Jesus was this grace only. So when they talk about faith in Christ.
It's wonderful to know that Jesus died for wonderful. How does your heart feel? Don't you feel the warmth of God's presence, sir? Hold up a minute. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. So when you read the Old Testament, you must read it with a spectacle. Go buy my book. It will help you. So a lot of the things they call Lord, L-O-R-O-D in the Old Testament is not God. It's angel. It's judiciary systems. But in the Old Testament, Satan was not revealed. So Satan, they disguise like Lord for Old Testament. So the word Elohim is not exclusively to God. Is Okay. Let me help you something. From where I'm from, when... Okay, you guys will... Let me give you two examples. I, I, that I, I did philosophy, so I did Igbo metaphysics. So I know enough to know from Igbo metaphysics, if I'm wrong, don't blame me, that's what it taught of standard, University of Lagos, that when you say Chidima is different from Chukudima. Chidima is a deity, is good. Now, if a Christian says Chidima, you are sure that he's talking about God. But an unbeliever can still call their child Chidima because the Chi is a concept in Igbo. It's a deity. It's an idea of God. It's an assumption of God. Chuku is different from Chi. From where we're from is Ehi. Ehi. So when you say Ehi Orobo, it means my guardian angel is my helper. But Ehi can mean many things. But when you say Osarobo, you are saying God. Ha. So when you see Elohim in scripture, it is translated as Lord. So you must find out which Lord are they talking about here. So when you see some things in the Old Testament, you should be able to say, you know what? Daddy don't behave like this. Yes. This don't make sense. Yes. Let me give you one. It's First Samuel 16, 14 and 15. Now we'll go to 23. <laughs> Wait, you say, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and the spirit from the Lord went to trouble him. Oh, wow. <laughs> an evil spirit from the Lord. So in the rendition is, and the spirit Elohim left, and another Elohim went to trouble him. But you would just read it and say, ah, uh-uh. and God now released evil. God gets evil spirit. I think it makes sense to you. Give me verse, verse. Is this 13 and 14? 14. Give me 15. And Saul's servant said, give me 15, 15, 15. Go back to 15. Oh, God. Oh, they're vexed. They've closed. Okay. First. And so servant said unto him, Behold now, the evil spirit from God troubled thee. Does he, so the Holy Ghost left Saul and said, Come, come. Where are they? Demon, demon, demon. How many? Four, four. No, make us six. Come. From the Lord to Shedu. So when you read this, you'll be able to say, Uh-uh. Oh, hold up a minute. Daddy don't behave like that. 
That's not my his nature. That's not my, it's not consistent with his nature. Daddy don't behave like that. That's what I'll title the second service. Daddy don't behave like that. So give me verse 23. See verse 23. And it came to pass when the evil wait to see when I see Africa magical. When the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, David now took harp and played with the Holy Ghost upon him to drive the other holy the evil spirit. Does it make sense to you? Two Holy Spirit they fight. One uh, they hired evil spirit on that. So when I tell you that Jesus came to sort out the opinion of God, I know what I'm talking about. And what I'm saying, it takes master, master understanding eh, to dissect it to you without confusing you. How can that be God? When Matthew chapter 8 verse 16, put it up there. Matthew 8 verse 16. It says, and even when um, evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirit with his word and healed all that were sick. Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. Give him Matthew chapter 10 verse 1. And when he called, and when he had called unto him his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and heal all manner of sicknesses and all manner of diseases. So if Jesus is doing this, that means it's not God who sent any evil spirit upon Saul. Acts says how God anointed Jesus Christ with the Holy Ghost and with power who went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil for God was with him. He went around doing good. That's how daddy behaves. That's how daddy behaves. He is good. Nature is good. Say no. People sometimes, it depends on the side of God. Just in a nice move. James 1.17 Every good and perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of light with whom is no variableness nor shadow of turning. Give me message translation. Message. Every desirable and beneficial gift comes out of heaven. The gifts are rivers of light cascading down from the Father of light. There is nothing deceitful, nothing two-faced, nothing fickled. Jesus came to sort out the opinion about God. If you don't know Jesus, you don't know God. Are you saying that? Two face, three face, five, the five faces of God. First John chapter four verse eight. Let me show you something. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God. It, it, do you understand? The Bible is clear. 
So when you say, let me, let me, when you will read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, yeah. it's not talking about you, it's talking about God. Yeah. You don't feel love like that. Too. Not only God feel love like that. Yeah. And because it's inside of you, he now gives you the power to love like that. Yeah. Okay. So, the last thing we read is, God is what? Love. Oh, come on. Say this. God is what? Love. So let's remove everywhere we see love. Everywhere we see love, let's put God. Let's read one, two, three, go. God suffers long and is kind. God does not envy. God does not parade himself. God is not puffed up. God does not behave rudely. God does not seek his own. God is not provoked. God thinks no evil. Why do they look me like that? Yeah, they do you. He <laughs> look like say attire. Things do evil. So God does not have any capacity to think evil. Okay, let's go with biology. Two white people can't give birth to black man. Two white people can't give birth to black man. Two black people can give birth to albino. So light can come out of darkness, but darkness can come out of light. misrepresent your, your father. You'll not be wondering, I don't know, is God trying to punish me because of what I did? Is God trying to do this? Is God trying to do this? You know God sometimes, he got a bill, sometimes he you wake up sometimes. Ah, yes. You're vexed, you're not doing anyhow. Nobody feel all You know, nobody can hold you. Nobody can judge you. Nobody can arrest you. You are God. You do as you like. And I hear you like. You just, God does not do like that. God is love. There's a way he does. Tell your neighbor, my dad, don't act like that. Say one and say, my dad, don't act like that. Don't, don't act that way. That's not true. So, but why is that? Darkness is the absence of light. So, say God forms evil. No, it's the absence of God that evil shows up. Doesn't mean that God is the one who started evil. First John, Hebrews one three. Easy, easy English. Let's do easy. Oh, Hebrews one verse three. See you. The sun shines with bright light that comes from God. The sun's nature. Is a copy of God's nature. He shows us completely. We'll settle it in this service. Because next week I want to enter some places. So let's settle it. So when they start arguing about this, you just ask them, is God Jesus and Jesus? If they agree, fine. Did Jesus kill anybody? No. God, God, God doesn't kill anybody. Let's, let's, let's do this. James 1, 5 and 13. Let's do James 1, chapter 5. 
Verse 13. Maybe I'll end, I'll end here. Okay. So if any man, any one of you, you see this God, eh? I like him. I love this God. This, this, this particular God, eh? The one. <laughs> this one we are talking about. Not this one. Not this one. This one, I love him. He says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him come ask of God that give it to all men liberally and obraded not. And it shall, you see, you won't understand this. Give me message translation. Give me message translation, verse 5 of message. I think I sent it to you already. Or TPT, give me TPT. Okay, give me TPT. If anyone longs to be wise, ask God for wisdom and he will give it. He won't see your lack of wisdom as an opportunity to scold you. Now, so in they behave. But he will overwhelm your failures with his generous grace. He gets us our papa, they behave. Not your neighbor, say, that's, that's not my daddy. Dad don't, don't act like that. Uh, thank you. Give me verse 13. 13. Let no man say when he's tempted, I am tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil. Never tempted he. So God no go use devil method training picking. Say so you are going through, you are going through this pain. God is trying to teach you something through this cancer. Stay strong. God, God will never use the devil's cane to fix his child. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Give me the next translation I gave you. This, this verse. When you are tempted, don't ever say, God is tempting me. For God is incapable of being tempted by evil and is never the source of temptation. You are drawn by your own lust. And, but God was the one who orchestrated Job. Are you serious? Job's fear opened the door for the devil to afflict Job. Oh, Job 3.20. Let's see if you have it there. Job, Job 3.25. For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. Fear is a magnet. So Job was already living in fear. That was the door that the devil opened to afflict Job. He was in God. Then Job started crying. Naked I've come into this world. Naked shall I go. The Lord has given. The, and we now adopted it for anybody who dies. The Lord has given. Job, the life of God had you, the preacher. Then Job now says 42, verse 5 and 6. Give me Job 42, 5 and 6. Easy English. I had heard about you from other people. It's not a way. See how. <laughs> so Job's revelation of God was opinion. Rumor. He said, I've heard about you from other eyes. I, I read you in a blog. I hear you for beer parlor. Now I have seen you with my own eyes. See verse 6. 
I do not like the things that I said. I just want you to read it. Job says, I'm not proud about the things. Only in punishment, she says, I go stand for ashes. No, Lord. Ah. This is the last chapter of the book of Job. He's writing a disclaimer. Give me a message. Let's close. Like this one is too. May you chew this one today. Eh? Come next week. I'll serve one again. I admit, I once lived in rumors of you. Now I have it. So Jesus is the first hand revelation of God. Not Tokumbo. Not Okrika, not Ladipo. Not China. It's the first He says, now I know, I've seen it first hand from my own eyes and ears. I'm sorry, forgive me. I'll never do that again, I promise. I will never live in crust or hearsay. Crumbs of rumor. You know we hear the Fujis. Now small chest. Small night form opinion of God. Okay, my last verse. So I gotta close. First John chapter 1, verse 5. First John 1, verse 5. Give me KJV. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declared to you that God is light. I don't understand. Though. Is this not English? <laughs> at all. When you say at all, at all, it means. So when they said that kind of revelations of God, they will not tell you now that you lost your husband. Hey, it's because, you know, the devil is angry. God is angry with you and something, something. You two will not chop it. No. What you say is God is good to me. All the time. It doesn't matter the situation I go through. God is good to me. Never leaves me stranded. And your revelation of God determines the manifestation of God in your space. Give me the next translation. This is the life. <laughs> this is the life giving message we have heard him share. And it's still ringing in our ears. We now repeat his words to you. God is pure light. You will never find. Do you have a cup? Who has a bottle of water or a cup of water for me? Psalms 86, verse 15. I'm done. Psalm 86. Yeah, fantastic. That works. It's okay. Do you have a glass there? Is there a glass anywhere around there? If you're going to rush to the office, it's too, it's too, it's too long. It's fine. Give, give me that. Give me my own. No, just open it. Take this up. But thou, O Lord, God, ah. Somebody say fool. Fool of so and gracious, long suffering, and plenteous. 
So when he full like which, which space? He didn't say, you, O oh Lord, are a portion of goodness. That thou mayest have room for vengeance. He says, you are full. So, when you shake God, <laughs> and because you can't diminish God, every time, aha, you got it. You got it. It's always full. So, when you shake him again, guess what you come out. When you go again, you shake him again. Gracious. When you shake him again, mercy. I hope with these few words of mine. So your revelation of God determines the manifestation of God. You know what God said to me? Once I, was, I, you know, I, I took time to study this, put it together. God said to me, watch me show them goodness. Because what just happened, I just fixed something in your mind. I just fixed something in your spirit. And I was open you up to receive. Yes, indeed. It won't belong. God's decree. Things are going to happen so fast. Your head will swim one thing fast on the heels of the other. You wouldn't be able to keep up. And everywhere you look, blessings pouring up like wine. Clap your hands, church, give God praise. <laughs>